And I have no miscarriage symptoms. I have nothing. I have nothing otherwise to tell me that something is happening, just my intuition. And so I'm sitting on the edge of our bed and I just start crying. And my husband comes in and I basically tell him, you know, this is what's happening. Like, I think I'm having a miscarriage. Welcome to the Wellness Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Gladish, and I'm excited to take you on a journey to reclaiming and reconnecting to your magic, the magic of your health, your wealth, and your soul's purpose. As a woman's wellness coach and business mentor, I've been coaching women for over 15 years, helping them rediscover their innate abilities to heal, to transform, and to manifest their deepest desires. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration and information diving into the multifaceted approach of what it means to live to our fullest potential. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. Welcome back, everybody. I hope your day is off to a great start. Thanks so much for joining me this week. You can tell by the title of this episode that I did have a miscarriage recently, and I want to take the time to really share that story. And I also recognize that if you are listening to this and perhaps you're in a tender space with miscarriage and pregnancy, I totally understand if this may be a bit uncomfortable or a bit of a trigger for you and you feel maybe not inclined to listen at this time. And I totally understand I know the power in sharing our stories. It helps us to not feel alone and to really witness ourselves and somebody else and our pain and somebody else and knowing that there is breakthroughs on the other side of the breakdowns. And so I'm going to dive into the story today. And perhaps even if you are in a tender place, maybe it's through listening to the story. And all the magic that unfolded while I was at my retreat, because yes, I had my miscarriage while I was hosting my retreat. Um, And perhaps listening to this story might actually be really cathartic and healing for you and allow you to really see the beauty and the magic in all that you've experienced and the grief and the pain and the heartache and, and the sadness. So there is a lot to cover. There's so much that I want to share. I will definitely record a separate episode really diving into fertility at 40 and some of the strategies that I had been implementing. And to be fully transparent, my husband and I were not actually planning to have children. It's something that has come up a lot in conversation. And we have kind of gone back and forth with it. Yes, no, yes, no, we're ready. No, I'm not. I don't know. Just a lot of uncertainty around that. And so when I got pregnant in July, it was quite unexpected. And so that will be another episode. I'll share the story about all of that and the unfolding around that and what happened and how I found out and all of the things. I was nine weeks pregnant and I miscarried about just just about nine and a half weeks. And I miscarried in the car on the way to our retreat. Bad timing. (laughs) And I also do want to mention that there's so much. I'm going to be all over the place with this episode, so bear with me. And there's probably going to be some F-bombs that are going to be dropped. 
And because there's just so many pieces that I want to share, like the actual fertility part and the pregnancy part, again, I'm going to keep that for another episode. There's the whole retreat piece that I feel like I haven't even really shared about on this podcast that I now have hosted my second retreat with my amazing soul sister, Lauren, and we co-facilitate this beautiful divine feminine mushroom retreat. And you know that can be a whole episode in and of itself, but of course, I'm going to talk about that today and plant a few seeds around that and the beautiful magic of witnessing eight women in their transformation and their journey. And man, it was just so powerful and not just healing for them, but healing for me. And so even though I was having this miscarriage at a really bad timing where I had to show up and lead and coach and support and hold space, it was also this beautiful opportunity and time for me to work through this grief and be surrounded by women and this incredible healing energy. Now, none of the women at this retreat knew that I was going through this. And I do want to mention here that if you are one of the beautiful women that joined us for those four days at our retreat, I I just want to thank you because even though you did not know what was going on, you held space. You did hold space for me. Seeing you go through your own journey and your own transformation was so beautiful. And it was through that that actually helped me to go through my own journey and the grief and the heartache that I was experiencing. But through you know, going through all of that over the course of that weekend is, man, it just, I don't even know what to say about it. There's going to be, I feel like I'm going to be really lost for words in this episode because it's really, really hard to explain what was witnessed and felt over the course of those four days. And it's just so hard to put that into words and also really hard to put into words what I felt and what I went through. And I'm certain that many of you who have been through this experience, you can relate. And so, you know, I I know that there's some relatability for sure. Okay. So there's the story of the retreat. That's one story. And then there's the story behind the story, which is the miscarriage. So essentially, I miscarried in the car on the way to our retreat. And so this was on a Wednesday. Our retreat is from a Thursday to a Sunday. And my girlfriend, Lauren, and I leave on the Wednesday, the day before, so that we can get up to our retreat space and take time to plan and prep and set up and do all the things. And what's interesting is that backtracking a couple of days, on the Monday of that week, I had an appointment with an OB. And even though I was planning to work with a midwife, I had this appointment with this OB And he came highly recommended. And so I wanted to meet him and just kind of feel it out. And so I went to this appointment and it was at this appointment where I was asked to have an ultrasound to confirm heartbeat. And I had declined it because I had an ultrasound scheduled for closer to the end of the month. Um, And just an FYI at the time that I am recording this, it is September 26th. Our retreat was from the 14th to the 17th. So I'm recording this very shortly after. And I feel 
really in a really good place. I'm not sharing this from a wound. I truly am sharing this from such a healing space and place. And even though it's been a short time, there's just so much that is fresh and top of mind that I really just want to get off of my heart and and share. And oftentimes what happens is I don't share and I wait and then I just don't end up sharing because so much time has passed. And so I'm just really honoring and leaning into those little little whispers and the voice in my head that is saying, go for it and share because it's going to be healing and transformative for so many people. And I'm just going to trust that voice. So I'm really leaning into it. So back to the story. Basically, I had I had initially scheduled an ultrasound for like the end of my first trimester. I was really trying to minimize the amount of ultrasounds. And so I had already had one scheduled. So when I went to this OB appointment, I had declined the ultrasound. And, you know, sat there for about 20 minutes. We had a good chat, all of the things and kind of, you know, went through just different expectations, all the stuff, a typical appointment. And uh, also being that I'm 40, that came up often, you know, because I'm 40, because I'm 40, you know, and I think that for many women, it's just over 35 because you're in what's considered the geriatric, you know, pregnancy range, which is, it's just crazy. And so I never wanted that to become a story because of my age or, you know, my, whatever my test had shown or my egg reserve, because everything was actually quite low. And so I had these tests done. And again, I'm going to dive into all this in a different episode, but I had these tests done and completed like a year ago. And I just kind of took them as a grain of salt because I know how how beautiful our bodies are and the intelligence of our bodies. And when we provide it the right environment from a food perspective and a supplement perspective, relationship, just external environment, you know, all of that matters. And so much can change and transform in a little amount of time. And so I really leaned into that. So during this OB appointment, I had declined the ultrasound. And after I left that appointment, it was about, I'd say a good 30 minutes after I left that appointment, I just had this feeling of, I just want to say like doom. Like I had this instinct, this just, I felt it in my bones of, oh my God, I should have taken it because as of right now, I'm actually not experiencing any symptoms. I did not have any symptoms in those nine weeks. Now, I shouldn't say none because the only symptom I did have was breast tenderness. I had no, like nothing else. I felt great. And so on this specific Monday, I leave that appointment and I'm driving home and it just starts to hit me that I'm like, oh my God, my breast tenderness has gone away. And I should have taken the ultrasound because I have a feeling that something is shifting and maybe I'm miscarrying. And so I started really getting into my head about it. And being that this is the first time I've ever been pregnant, there's so much uncertainty. You just don't know what to expect. And I know that symptoms can change. So I was just really uncertain about it all. And I was really in my head that night and came home and spoke to my husband about it. And I was just getting, you know, really sad and intuitively new. I just intuitively knew. And so Tuesday comes around and I wake up Tuesday morning and I'm actually sitting on our bed and and I have no miscarriage symptoms. I have nothing. I have nothing otherwise to tell me that something is happening. 
just my intuition. And so I'm sitting on the edge of our bed and I just start crying. And my husband comes in and I basically tell him, you know, this is what's happening. Like, I think I'm having a miscarriage and now I have to leave for my retreat tomorrow. And the chances of getting an ultrasound, you know, is very slim unless I go to the emergency and then I'm going to be there the whole day. Like it was this whole thing. And he's telling me to just like, just calm down, you know, maybe call the midwife. And there is maybe an opportunity where they can get you in sooner or, you know, like maybe go back to that OB and they can get you in and do the ultrasound because they can do it on site there. Like, you know, and, and also honor that we had made a decision to do an ultrasound later and it's okay that you declined it. Like you listened to your gut and you trusted that. And, you know, so he was trying to calm me down and I just, again, I just intuitively knew so moved, you know, kind of moved through that, was really busy day, kind of doing all this prep work and everything leading up to our retreat and also taught a breathwork class that night. And in that class, I was starting to feel really tired and was having some like minor, like just cramping going on, really, really minor. Got home, went to bed. I dreamt of that night that I was at the retreat having a miscarriage. I dreamt it. And then I woke up Wednesday morning, the day that we leave for our retreat, and I was like, okay, this is crazy. Like, you're just spending so much time in your head. Let this go. You know, I'm consuming myself with it. So this is, of course, why I'm having this dream. Like, just let it go. You don't have any symptoms. Everything is okay. So move through that morning, work out, eat. We start prepping and packing everything up for our retreat. I have some cramping that's going on. And we basically pack up the car. We're like ready to go. I'm like, okay, just a minute. I'm going to run up and go to the bathroom. And I go to the bathroom. And sure enough, when I wiped, I had some brown discharge. And so I was like, oh my God, like, okay, this is happening now. This is what's happening. And Lauren, my soul sister, if you're listening to this, I just fucking love you and your support and how you were able to hold space and just show up like such a boss and really handle everything while I was in my head and emotional and all of the things. I just love you so dearly and thank you. And so, you know, Lauren's like Googling and doing all these things and she's like, well, brown discharge is normal. It's totally normal and it's normal to have some cramping, but you know, I don't know, maybe together. And of course, you know what it's like when you're on Google, right? It's like actually the worst place to go, but you're also trying to look for these like immediate answers. So now I'm in my head, uh, we're heading out to go run, you know, some last minute errands before we head up to our retreat space, which is about two and a half hour drive. And so kind of in my head and calling some friends, calling the doula that I had connected with and just having a conversation with her and she's guiding me through it. You know, I'm super emotional on the phone and just don't know what to do. Like I know what's happening. And I have these minor symptoms. So sure, there's this part of me that's like, maybe there's a possibility that this is, this is not happening. However, I think I know what's happening. And so now we're like, oh my God, like our retreat is tomorrow. And I'm just like, obviously feeling the pressure of that. I could not just be like, hey, Lauren, you're on your own. <laughs> like we are guiding women through a very sacred mushroom ceremony women are on psychedelics. That's just irresponsible. I can't just be like, you You got to do this on your own. 
and just back out because you need people there. You need two people there. And so I also know that our hosts who who own the space, they would have stepped up. And I and I totally get that. So I was definitely, you know, feeling all the feels. I'm like, I'm having, I know I'm having this miscarriage and I also have to go and lead and hold space for four days and host this retreat. You know, what do I do? And I need some sort of confirmation and just to understand like what's going to happen next. Do I, I, the chances of getting ultrasound right now are very slim again, unless I go to the ER, which I really wanted to avoid. And so kind of make this last minute decision to go pop over to the walking clinic to try and get a requisition for at least blood work. Because if we could test my HCG and see that that was coming down, that could have confirmed things because obviously your HCG levels start to rise um, and triple and double. And so I knew that if those numbers were coming down, that would at least give me some kind of confirmation. So if I had gotten the requisition and popped over to the lab and done the blood work, I could have done that within a few hours, wouldn't have had the results till the following day, but at least I could have had something. And at least that's where my mind was going, having some type of confirmation. And so we, it was here at the walk-in clinic where the doctor said that that test really isn't going to confirm anything for me and it's totally normal what I'm experiencing and if, you know, and I'm not bleeding. And so we did a, I did a urine sample there because she wanted to just confirm if maybe there was any like a UTI or something that was happening. And when I went to do that urine sample and went to the bathroom, that's when I started to bleed. So I came out, told her what happened and now okay, we know where this is heading. So I make the decision that we're going to drive up to our retreat space. It doesn't start till 4 p.m. on the Thursday. We can get up there. I'm going to have support around me. I'm not going to be alone. And at least I can be there so that if I needed to show up for certain things, I'm there, but I could also take the space that I needed to take. And so we are now driving up to our retreat space and I am having a miscarriage in the car. I am, you know, it's, the symptoms were still minor, but I was bleeding and had to stop multiple times to go to the bathroom. And so I'm chatting with my acupuncturist who said, you know, you have to go to the ER, like you have to get an ultrasound and confirm if there's a heartbeat, because if there is like there could be a possibility that you still have a heartbeat and that there's still heartbeat and if there is i can expedite you herbs that can save the baby like let go to the er and because i have never been through this process before and also from speaking with the doctor and numerous people you know what happens is your body your body's intelligent and it is going to naturally just get rid of tissue and what it needs to get rid of um, over the course of a few days, you know, a few days to a week, and your body is just going to get rid of what it needs to. And you're essentially going to naturally detox this out. And so when my acupuncturist had said, go to the ER and there could be a possibility of a heartbeat, you know, I figured, okay, if there's this possibility and you're telling me this right now, then I need to go find out. And I need to really have this confirmation as I am heading into these four days. So we're driving two and a half hours up north. 
we get to our retreat space, we drop off some of our things and we're like, we got to run. We have something personal to take care of. See you later. (laughs) And we head out to the hospital that's out this way. And because it's cottage country, I'm thinking, well, maybe there's not a lot of people here. So we get to this hospital. They actually admitted me right away, which was great. Um, even though you know we were still there for quite a few hours, but they let me in right away and came and did my blood work. We had to wait for the technician to come in who could run the ultrasound. We did a stomach ultrasound as well as a vaginal ultrasound. And now, you know, here we are at the hospital and the pain is starting to increase, the bleeding is starting to increase. I had the ultrasounds complete and it was right after those ultrasounds where the pain and the bleeding just escalated just exponentially. The pain was intense. In fact, I I didn't know what to expect. I didn't realize it was going to be that painful. And I didn't know if I was going to pass out or throw up. So there was a good hour and a half, two hours of really moving through this of just such discomfort. And of course, sadness and grief and heartache and confusion and this overwhelm of the timing of all of the things, you know, and the worst part of it, oh, I'm going to get emotional, which is bound to happen. The worst part was not being with my husband. That was the hardest. I was so lucky to have my friend with me, but the worst part was not having Gaytan there. And so I, you know, we were in touch the whole time. And he was like, I'm going to drive up there. And I was just like, it's just not necessary. Like it's, it's okay. It's okay. I know you want to, I know you're here for me, but you don't need to drive three hours. By that time, I don't even think I'm going to be in this hospital anymore. Like it is okay. And if I didn't feel supported, I would have otherwise said, yes, you have to come. But I felt fully supported and fully taken care of. And so that was truly the hardest part was moving through these, you know, this retreat and and all this time without him there. And so, you know, we get this confirmation finally, we're at the hospital for about three, four hours, and we get this confirmation that there is no heartbeat. And at this point, the doctor says that, you know, she'd like me to come back in 48 hours because she wants to just confirm that there's not an ectopic pregnancy, which can cause internal bleeding, which can be very life-threatening. And she said, the chances are very slim based on your symptoms and what you're going through right now. I highly doubt it, but I would love for you to come back. So 48 hours would mean that we are in like our mushroom ceremony with our retreat guests, and that would be really challenging to leave. And so I was like, oh my God, I can't come back in 48 hours, you know, so that would have been on the Friday. And I said, what if I come back on the Saturday? And she said, well, based on your symptoms, I'm going to say, okay, but you have to come back if your symptoms increase. And if there's any nausea or there's excessive bleeding or more cramping, like you need, you definitely need to come back Um, or you're vomiting, anything like that. And, you know, so that was that we left got to our retreat space. I actually did shockingly get some sleep. I mean, of course my body, my body was very exhausted and I, I just, you know, needed, of course knew the importance of needing that rest. And so went to sleep and luckily I didn't have this, you know, crazy the day, of course our guests are arriving, but I didn't have an early day or had to rush to be up and I could take the space to really just sleep and rest for a bit, which I did. And then otherwise. Physically, I felt okay. 
had some minor cramping and some some discomfort, but totally tolerable. I had kind of moved through the worst of it at the hospital on that Wednesday evening and that, you know, we were there till almost one in the morning. And uh, I really had moved physically through the worst of it. But of course, the emotion, right? That was there and working through that. Our retreat host, who's just amazing, was obviously she knew and we had shared with her and it was important that she knew. And then Lauren and just having just support and love from them was beautiful. And so we moved through the Thursday, we get set up for a retreat and our guests arrive. And of course, I don't share with anybody because this is not about me. And these women have paid to be here to have their retreat and their time. And I wanted them and I didn't want to get in the way of that or share something that could get in the way of that. So I obviously kept it private. And our guests arrive, so beautiful. Just a going on a little side note here with our retreat. So the first one that we hosted was back in June. This gorgeous property up in like Huntsville, Muskoka area. And it's right on the water. And if you've seen my Insta stories or have clicked on like the retreat, a highlight that I have and on Instagram, you've, you've seen some of the space and the images that I've shared and it's just stunning and so beautiful. And so we had hosted our first one in June and it's a really intimate retreat for eight women. And then Lauren and I are both the facilitators and Lauren had initially had this idea earlier in the year. I think actually before then, the the idea of a retreat was kind of sitting with her for a while. It's kind of something that has, you know, come in and out for me, something that I've thought about, just didn't know what that would look like or feel like or anything. So never really leaned into that one. Then earlier this year, Lauren had really announced that like, yes, she wants to do a retreat and she had this amazing vision of me being a part of that and us doing that together. And so at first I wasn't certain if, you know, I was just feeling at the earlier in the year with all of the things in my business and all the things that was going on, could I really give this the space and the time that it needed? And so I really had to, you know, sit with it for a little bit. And sure enough, I ended up having this really beautiful vision in a breathwork class one night. I had this amazing vision like that I was dressed all in white and I had this like feather fan with me and I was out on this sort of like outdoors on this grass with all these women lying in a circle in their mats and I was walking around leading this breathwork class and and then I was like oh my god that's the retreat like this is holding space for these women and so I said to Lauren yes let's do this and so fully dove in and so the first one we hosted was in June and it was just as magical as this recent one. Again, words are so hard to describe the experience and the magic. It is fully something to that must be felt. And so the first round that we did, I had known, you know, five of the women that were coming and actually one of them was my mentorship student who's in the US and came down and it was just so beautiful to meet her in person and and then there was a few other women that, that I I've known who are like friends just in the industry and over the years and so they came and and then the other women like Lauren knew so it was this this interesting dynamic because we knew the women there leading into the second retreat I knew nobody in fact that's a lie I I knew there was one person because she was a repeat from the last time and I 
didn't know anybody else. And so that was really interesting because it's one thing when you know people, but it's another thing when you just you just don't and you have no idea what to expect from these women or what they do and who they are, anything. Now, of course, there is a whole application process and there's kind of like a vetting process we go through. It's really important that the eight women who are there together, it's, you know, that there's an energy that is being shared and we want to make sure that obviously everybody is the right fit in the right sort of heart space to be there. We go through a lot in terms of health history and medication use and all of the things. So we're really thorough with that process. And, you know, this second retreat just sold out within a week. So it's one of those things why you haven't really heard me share very much about it. I don't really market it because even the first one sold out rather quickly and um, I had shared it a little bit, but then again, it had just sold out. And the second one within a week, like it was, it was just sold out and which is a really beautiful thing. Um, I, I think, you know, all, all of us who are business owners, want that ease with, you know, being able to sell out something. And it's just beautiful how it all comes together and the easefulness of it coming together and how so many of these women who came the second time while well, they were basically referred from the women from the first time. And so it was really beautiful to step into the space of not knowing these women and really being able to build these relationships with them over the course of four days. And so they arrive on that Thursday, we have this beautiful dinner, and then that evening I lead them through their first breath work, sort of ceremony in class. And then, you know, early that evening, Lauren had kind of spent some time after the breathwork class offering Hepe, which is a sacred tobacco. And I basically kind of headed out and went to bed because of course I needed that space. Um, and I really needed the rest and I needed to sleep, you know, spent an hour speaking with my husband and just kind of talking through it all. And it's just an interesting space to be in because I'm dealing with this loss and this grief. And I'm also in this space where there's all these beautiful women and who are here for transformation and they're here to hold space for themselves and each other. And I really get to be in the middle of all of that. And it was actually quite beautiful. And so Friday comes and this is now our ceremony day. And so there's yoga in the morning, followed by a breakfast, followed by time where we spend, you know, a good 60 to 90 minutes really talking through the mushroom ceremony and what to expect being on psychedelics and going through the dosing and how it's served and what you'll, you know, what you may experience and expectations and just going through all of it so we can prepare our guests for something that you truly can't be fully prepared for and answering all of their questions and really helping them to feel as comfortable and confident as they can leading into their ceremony. So then we have our ceremony and we essentially are serving mushrooms around one, one o'clock and ceremony will typically go till about seven-ish, give or take. And so here we are in the ceremony and this is where the magic unfolds and Lauren and I are the facilitators for this sitting there to support them and you know if they need to get up to the bathroom and maybe they feel like they can't you know a little wobbly and they need some support we're there to walk them to the bathroom and bring them water and there's things that they need to chat through 
we're there to support them with that. It's not a therapy space. Uh, it's not a time to actually have deep conversations. It's really a time to be sitting with what is and any discomfort and really working through that on your own, trusting yourself to work through that. Because the following day is when we have an integration circle where we then can really openly share. Um, but that's not to happen during ceremony because it's respect out of everyone else. It's out of respect for, you know, because what happens is like the human brain wants to know answers and why is this showing up? Why did I see this? And why, you know, you're like, you want to solve things in this moment and it doesn't work that way. And so this is the beauty and the magic of the feminine force, the intuitive force that we all have within us that Friday was not just a healing ceremony for all those women. It was a healing ceremony for me. And the energy in that room was palpable. I had a moment where I was like, oh my God, did I accidentally drink a cup of mushrooms? Like, did I, I am tripping right now. I'm feeling this intensity. My body's feeling weird. I like, I'm like having my own visions. What is going on? Did I accidentally drink mushrooms? Because of course, as facilitators, we're not drinking mushrooms. We may have a microdose to be in the energy of the medicine, but otherwise we're not taking a ceremonial dose. We need to be there to facilitate and to really show up and hold the space. And so one of the women gets up to go to the bathroom and asks if I can help her to the bathroom. And so I'm walking her to the bathroom and she says to me, oh my God, you are surrounded by this beautiful white light. Like you're just glowing. It's just this white light is around you. And I thought that was just beautiful. And I said, oh, wow, you know, thank you. And of course, in my head, I'm thinking, well, she's on shrooms, so she's probably seeing all kinds of things. So I said, thank you. That's amazing. And then about 20 minutes later, there's another woman in the ceremony. You know, I went over to bring her some water and she sits up because essentially everyone's lying on their mat with their eye mask. And so she's lying down and I bring her water and I kind of tap her and she comes and she sits up to grab her drink and she looks at me and she's like, oh my God, Sam, you're like iridescent. You're iridescent right now. There is just this crazy white light around you. So now this is the second woman who said this, and I know why they're saying this, because there's this energy of this baby that is transporting into a different portal and they can feel it. They can feel it. And just, oh, just trusting our intuition. Like if there's anything that I really leaned into that weekend was to trust your intuition and trust those gut feelings. And it was just so beautiful that these women were feeling this energy. And so that morning, that Friday morning in the morning, I had gone to sit beside one of the women. She was sitting on the couch and I went over to sit beside her in the morning to have, you know, just chat. And as I went over to sit beside her, she put her arm on me and was like, oh my God, Sam. She's like, I know I've only been here since yesterday, but every time you're around, I get such an intense energy from you. And you just walked around here to sit on the couch and I just felt like an energetic hug. I really did. Now, this woman, I'm going to try and make it through this story. And I've also asked permission if I could share it. I won't share the full details. This woman lost her grandchild two years ago, seven years old. Tragic loss. She drowned in the bathtub. And she came home and found her. 
and she drowned while her son, who's the child's dad, it was on his watch. And he's been dealing with addiction. And the grandmother came home and saw her, picked her out of the tub. And in these two years since it has happened, she's really worked through the grief and the loss of losing her grandchild. But the piece that she hasn't worked through is the blame that she has put on her son and just this relationship with her son and really reestablishing this relationship and stepping into that. And that's been the piece that's been missing for her. And, you know, again, the blame that she's been holding and, you know, just all those emotions that she has towards him. And so this is really one of the reasons why she was at the retreat was wanting to really work through this. And so when I sat down beside her that morning on the couch, she said, you know, I felt this energetic hug and it was my grandchild. I know she's here and you just brought her to me and you, she, she just gave me this really beautiful hug. And I just thought, oh my God, how beautiful that is. And I also know, I, again, I knew why she was feeling that because she, women, the women were feeling the presence of this child, of this energy. And so she says that to me that morning, those two women say it to me during ceremony, how they're seeing this white light around me. And I just knew like, oh, this, this energy is here. And this is why I felt like I'm, I drank my own cup of mushrooms because the energy was strong and we're all feeling it. And I felt a very strong feminine energy. So, you know, I felt her around. I, I felt her around and holding the space and supporting everyone. Like, oh, it was just beautiful. So our ceremony ends. We have, you know, a dinner. We go to sleep. The next morning is where we have our integration circle where we can all come together. And basically all the women have time to really share about their experience and what came up for them. And if there's anything they really want support or advice or feedback on, this is an opportunity now where Lauren and I will do that. And of course, Saturday morning, I wake up and I am experiencing a lot of cramping and I'm feeling really, really nauseous. So now I'm in my head, if something is really wrong, could this be an ectopic pregnancy? You know, I doubt it because I'm not experiencing, I would think my symptoms would be even worse. Uh, than what I'm currently experiencing. And however, I'm in my head about it and I want to make sure that everything is okay. So I leave to go to the ER. And luckily when I was there a couple of days ago, they had given me an arm where they could admit me right away. And um, so I basically leave, you know, I let every, I let Lauren know. And unfortunately I was going to miss the integration circle and Lauren just had to really step up and, and hold the space for that. And just let everybody know that I had, you know, something personal and calls and things I had to like really take care of that were important and pressing, which I just, oh, hated having to do that. Like, you know, it's uncomfortable. I don't want to lie, but at the same time, protecting my space and everyone else's space as well. And so I leave, I go to the, I drive myself to the ER and I was in and out and back at the retreat space within two hours. So they had done testing and 
everything looked normal. And of course, my symptoms by then now really started to subside. But I just knew it was important for me to make that a priority and go and get some confirmation. And so I did. And so, of course, I missed the integration circle. And Lauren had shared with me that one of the women in ceremony had like messages and downloads for everybody. And, and she had a message for me. And I thought, oh, that was beautiful. So, you know, when I see her later, I'll, I'll ask. And so the day goes on. And on Saturday, we, after the integration circle, there's basically an entire afternoon that's open for women to have free time. And you can go swimming in the lake, you can go in the sauna, you can go cold plunging, you can take a nap, go for a walk, whatever you want to do to integrate. What's really beautiful is most of the women just like come together and, you know, they were all sitting on the dock and sharing and laughing. And Lauren and I were sitting up on the deck more, you know, up at the cottage and we could just see them out on the dock and just laughing and just sharing. And that was just so beautiful because witnessing that and just seeing how like they were able to just move through and let go of so much and we're just in a lighter space. So that afternoon, you know, I'm sitting, I, I'm sitting there on the deck and just reading and just taking some downtime. And the woman who had, you know, the vision and the message for me, she came over and said, Hey, I'd love to share this with you. And can I speak to you in private? I said, of course. And so she takes me away and She's like, you know, I, I hope this is like not inappropriate, but I just really wanted to share with you that I think you're pregnant or you were. And every time you were around me and walking around me in ceremony and have been around me, like there is a very, very, very strong female energy that I am feeling. It is surrounding you. And her name is Maya. And I was just like, oh my God. So. I ended up telling her the story and what had happened with the miscarriage. And I tell her because I want to confirm to her her gifts, you know, letting her know, like, you're not crazy. This is what's actually happening. And this is a beautiful gift that you have. And you need to really honor that and hone in on that because that's that's pure magic. So I explain this to her and tell her the whole story and, you know, ask her to keep it quiet. And you know, she shares the story about she has two boys and she shares a story about essentially when she was conceiving, like when she was trying to get pregnant with her first child and how she was getting these messages that he needed to come here because he has this dharma that he needs to, you know, do and live out his dharma. And it was almost this like approval process of like, okay, yes, I'm ready now. And I accept that it's time and you can come and let's, let's do this. Like you've got this work that needs to be done here on this planet. So let's do this. Um, and she was explaining that in this kind of like acceptance process. And as she said that, it was just so beautiful for me because when I found out that I was pregnant, it was obviously very shocking and unexpected. But I moved through that, you know, and both Gayton and I moved through that into just this beauty of acceptance and and excitement and you know knowing that the universe had other plans for us and and let's do this. And so as she was sharing her story with me, it just made me really realize like, you know, this soul that came to me because it wasn't planned and there there wasn't at first this acceptance. I kind of had this feeling of like that's why she left and she knew that I needed to be I needed to feel her energy and her power to really lean in and be like, okay, I am ready for this now. 
And that was just like such a beautiful moment. And again, why I feel so like healed through this retreat myself, because I got to be around these fucking powerful, intuitive women. And we just undermine our gifts so much because we're so busy. We're so busy in our everyday lives. And I know, you know, we all have this voice, all have these whispers. And sometimes we're just too busy to listen to them. So I was just so thankful that she shared that with me. And it was just amazing how so many of these women really felt this energy and this presence. And it was really beautiful. And so that was the weekend. <laughs> On the Sunday, we had a final like breathwork class in the morning, which is so beautiful because whatever you, whatever stuckness, you were trying to move through or work through on that Friday and and that Saturday, you can really move through that with the breath work on the Sunday. And so many women end up having their own psychedelic release and journey in that mushroom ceremony on that Sunday. And it's really beautiful. And then we have a beautiful breakfast and then everyone heads out. And, you know, as as everybody left and Lauren and I are standing there and we just look at each other and just hug each other and we're just like, what the fuck just happened? What just happened? That was hard and beautiful and magical and all the unfolding and the timing of everything. It was unreal. And we basically... You know, we each have our own space, our own room at this retreat. And so we went to my room and lied on the bed for literally eight hours. Eight hours. We had our own integration. And we did it during the first retreat as well, just spending the whole day, you know, sharing and just talking through things. And it was, it's just beautiful. And that's one of the, you know, one of the most beautiful parts is being able to share this experience with my soul sister and to really have our own integration and time together to like really chat about it all and move through it all. And, oh, it was so beautiful. And if there's anything that, you know, I got from that weekend, there's a lot that I got from that weekend. So it's not, if there's anything, there's a lot that I got from that weekend. But one thing that was so big and true for me and Lauren was this activation within ourselves of our gifts and our power and our energy and our ability to hold that space and to support and to coach, that was a true activation. Like I stepped into a whole new level of womanhood, of motherhood, of divine being. It was just, it just got activated within me and it got activated within Lauren. And it was beautiful to be able to experience that together and to also recognize just the power of how much we hold the the gift of how much we each hold and this is another reason why i want to share this story because we all hold so much with life and family and all just all of the things that we're dealing with and holding on inside and having a safe space to be able to release that or work through any of that, that's where the magic is. That's where the true healing is. And it fucking is magical. It really is. Because they're all what might seem like breakdowns, working through those, the breakthroughs are on the other side of that. 
and who you become on that other side, it's just the most amazing thing. It's so amazing. And so that is the story and the story behind the story of what happened. And I really hope that perhaps this might have brought you some healing in some sort of way. I'm so open to answer questions. If anybody feels like they want to ask anything or connect, you can always find me on social media at Holistic Wellness Witch. And whether there's something you want to talk through with your own miscarriage or pregnancy journey, you know, really that journey, even though it was short, it just, that activated so much within me as well. And just honoring my body and the gift the gift of our body and the gift of life. And so it's just emotional to share. And the emotion is, is not just for my own grief. It's the emotion that we are so much more. And I just hope we all take the time to find that, to really find that magic within. So thank you so much for listening and sharing in this with me and being here for the journey. I really appreciate it. I really do. And if you feel that there's anyone in your life that can benefit from this story, I would love it if you can share with them. There is something else that I really want to end with and share going back to the story of the woman who who had lost her granddaughter and you know we were chatting the other day and she was saying how she wants everyone to know that there is healing even in your deepest grief and man she did the work that weekend like she did the work this reconnection to her son. I just remember being in, you know, we have this beautiful space. It's called the womb room where we, where we host, you know, our breath work and our ceremony, all of it. It's just this beautiful space that's separate from the actual house. And I just remember sitting in that space and this woman was outside. Uh, so you can kind of go in and out and there's this beautiful outdoor space and she was outside on the grass and I could just see her there like kind of rolling around in the grass and just working through things. And she, I had gone outside and I think I was just like walking to the bathroom. And as I was walking past her, she kind of stopped to say, can I tell you something? And I said, of course. And so I sat with her for a few minutes there on the grass and she shared with me, she said, you know, I did it. I, I forgive him. I forgive him. And she had this beautiful image holding her son as a baby and just seeing his humanness and seeing his grief and his pain of losing his child and how you know there was almost parts that like parts of that that she couldn't see because she was so angry with him but it was so beautiful that she was able to really really take that time and just accept and love him and see his pain and truly reconnect to what it is to be his mother. And that, oh man, that's just beautiful. So that is just a story that really sticks. 
And it's so amazing. I know that she's, since coming back from that retreat, she has had a conversation with her son. And I don't know what that conversation has looked like, but I know that she said that she can't wait to go home and share with him and talk to him and really rebuild this relationship with him. And so that is the story that I want to leave you with because like she said, it is really, it's possible to heal. It is possible to heal even in our deepest grief. And I know that when you can bring women together in this intimate setting, a safe setting, you know, outside of your everyday environment, oh man, and you could just come together and connect and just share in that feminine power and that feminine force and just divinely connect that divine feminine energy. It is so fucking magical and so fucking powerful. What I felt those four days on an energetic level is unreal. It's just unreal. So again, thank you for listening. And I know how uncomfortable it can be to sit with our deepest fears and our deepest grief. But there's nothing more I can promise you than how healing that work is. We spend so much time wanting to do the tests and take the supplements and find the perfect workout and do all these things for our health and our well being. I don't want to undermine those things because they all matter and they all add up. But I know for myself and what I have witnessed in these years of being in ceremony together with women and actually sitting with our deepest fears and our deepest discomforts and addressing those and acknowledging those and not letting them have power over us anymore, that's where the healing is. It is there. It is in the things that you are avoiding. And I am so thankful to be able to host this space and this retreat and support these women. These are 16 women whose lives have been transformed and the ripple effect from that, I won't even know what the ripple effect is. Maybe they won't even know, but 16 women, I know that their lives have been changed and I am so grateful to be a part of that. So this is definitely not a retreat pitch. But if anybody is interested in our upcoming retreats, we are planning them for 2024. Don't hesitate to reach out and let us know. Again, you can connect with me at Holistic Wellness Switch over on Instagram. I thank you for holding the space and sticking this out and listening to this as uncomfortable it may have been, as sad, but I really hope you can see the beauty through it all as I did. Thank you, everybody. I will be back to share more about the fertility pregnancy journey, offer some really amazing insights into supporting your fertility over 35, your geriatric age. I will be back to share more and thank you. Have a beautiful day and I'll chat soon. Thank you so much for being with me today. If there's anybody that you know that can benefit from today's episode, please share it with them. And if you haven't yet left us a rating and a review, we would so appreciate it. Thank you so much for being here. I'll connect with you next week.